0: We are live in five, four, three, two.
1: Hello, gentle listeners. Welcome to the Diogenes Club podcast of Buffy, Slayer of the Vampires. There are spoilers ahead and swears ahead, so if those aren't your thing, please turn off the podcast. This time, we will be discussing Buffy Season 2, Episode 6, Halloween, wherein Buffy damsels herself and Angel is not impressed... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we meet Ripper and the chaotically cunning Ethan Rain. Yes. As always, I am Jen, and this is Snart.
0: Michelle. We are the Sisters Tuckett. We are. Yes. And this is the first of our three Ripper episodes. Mm-hmm. We're doing a little arc for you. Just a little Ripper arc. Yeah, a little Ripper arc. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so these will all be coming at you the same day, if this is the first one you're listening to. Yes. Yep. We're very excited. We're very excited. <laughs> I, am s- I love Ripper. I mean, I love Giles. But behind Giles is Ripper, mm-hmm. and you can see him. Once you see Ripper,
1: like yeah, you, you what, can't, you can't unsee Ripper. Yeah, if
0: for no. some reason you're listening to us on your first watch through, I mean, we can't stop you. We want to. Um, like, <laughs> even our dads managed to watch ahead, right. guys. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, at least get through a few seasons before uh-huh. you know, because we just spoil. We don't. We have no hold barred. We talk about all the way through the end of Angel. Oh um, yeah, yeah.
1: I think I think our first episode of this podcast we talked about the last episode of Buffy. Yep, sure
0: did, <laughs> sure did. So, you know, I guess if you're okay with spoilers and stuff, that's fine. Hell, I know some of you out there uh, who don't even watch Buffy and are listening. You weirdos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But please watch Buffy. You You should.
0: I understand you don't have time and you want to listen, you want to support. That's great. Mm -hmm. Um, But whenever you do have time, like I know one of you is going to have a baby and that baby is going to need a lot of attention. I know that baby will keep you up at night. So that
1: baby should grow up watching Buffy Slayer of the Vampire. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So you know who you are. Your baby's name is Elodie.
1: Oh, that's a good name. That's a good name, right? It's really pretty.
0: Yes. So I love you guys. And, uh, you know, just watch Buffy while you're up with the baby because you know you will be right yeah uh anyway so <laughs> but look if you're having the hormone crazies and stuff maybe
1: not <laughs> maybe maybe Buffy Buffy is not the one to be watching I Rachel. don't know
0: I'll, I'll, I'll let that Just be take
1: it take it as it comes
0: yeah take it as it comes take a minute if you feel you know. a little
1: sad mm-hmm. probably no Buffy for like a day
0: yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah. Or just go back to one that you know you like. Right. You know, like, like this one. Like this one. This one. This is, is a good go-to. It's so good. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But once you, if you are watching through the, for the first time, once you start to recognize Ripper, get through these mm-hmm. three episodes, and then go back and well, watch your favorite episodes yeah. a couple times.
1: Well, we saw him in nightmares. Yeah, we saw him in nightmares. <laughs> we see
0: him all the time because Anthony Stewart Head is just that good. Mm-hmm. Um, you see these little flickers of him all the time. So if you do have wherewithal, and you feel like doing it, go back and watch just your favorite episodes. You don't need to rewatch everything, right? And just watch for Ripper, because mm-hmm. he's there. He's, he's there
1: all over all there.
0: the time. He, he's uh, he's just as present as maybe another evil alter ego in another character. Yes, I think so. Yeah, lurking, mm-hmm. hiding,
1: waiting for the right moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Precisely.
1: <sighs> Should we get going?
0: Yeah, suppose, absolutely. Let's just yeah. dive right in. All right, Halloween.
1: So we open in a pumpkin patch. There are only two days left. <laughs> Halloween. Uh, as the yeah. conveniently placed sign will tell us.
0: Yes. Uh, oh, this uh, episode tells time really well. Yeah, it does. You can watch for a lot of cues. It does and
1: uh, Buffy is laying down some Justice Slayer style on a hapless vampire. Uh, Awesomely, she throws pumpkins and other gourds at him. (laughs) He seems to be a rather challenging opponent for her, well-versed in the ancient art of vamp-foo. Also, (laughs) they're being videotaped by a whole different vampire who has, since most vampires are kind of stupid and unable to adapt, uh, neglected to charge the battery. And I love (laughs) how they very subtly show this with the blinking uh, red uh, low battery notification. Oh,
0: yeah, and it it actually gets lower (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it was so good it was really good it was so subtle it's fantastic yes. and this is back when you recorded in black and white and then you only yes. got to see the color after you rewatched it <laughs> yes. which is yes really is. I, I remember those days
1: mm-hmm. me too yeah <laughs> so uh buffy finally gets the edge and stakes the vampire with uh the halloween countdown sign politely returning it to its <laughs> place stuck yes. in the ground
0: so i have a theory uh-huh. that it doesn't dust because it was enchanted by pop <laughs> uh, Pops pumpkin patch. He was like, "I'm so sick of my signs getting stolen."
1: <laughs> he thinks they're stolen so, they really just keep. Yeah, they really just keeping dust. Yeah, because Buffy keeps <laughs> them. Yeah,
0: totally. So he's enchanted his sign to stick around, and that's why it doesn't dust. <laughs> I like
1: that. <laughs> uh, at the bronze angel is sitting at a table. He's been spotted by Cordelia, and she moves in. Uh, he says he's waiting for Buffy, and she's waiting for Devon. So why not wait together yes and this waiting for devon
0: sets us up for maybe an opening in cordy's love life indeed it does because he doesn't seem to care about showing up for any of his dates at all yeah
1: at all Cause, also because devon is stupid he is super stupid
0: <laughs> and uh and note that angel is wearing the woobie blue the he lilac is. he's yes. a non-threatening vampire yes, yes. yes. but maybe, maybe he knows <gasps> what if he knows that it's buffy's favorite color
1: Oh, the comforting wooby color.
0: Yeah, perhaps that would be really sweet yeah. for well, him. Well, she was too. wearing
1: wooby blue in the last episode mm-hmm. with
0: him. Yeah, yeah. Well, she wears it a lot, so maybe he's just like I know she likes this color. Right. I don't I know mo- much else I about her. <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> <laughs> she died. She wears the cross, and uh, she kills my kind. <laughs>
1: she's vampire Slayer. That's yeah, about that's all, all I got. You know, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: she's blonde. Yeah!
0: yeah, yay! I bet he knows the color of her eyes, though.
1: Oh, I would hope so.
0: <laughs> yes, unlike Cordy's <laughs> right? ex. Well, dead. Deceased. R.I.P.
1: Oh, he's the one who got hit with the bat. He's actually not dead.
0: Oh. Oh, yep. Okay. Well, (laughs) he should learn.
1: Yes. And she called him out, which is wonderful. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Buffy comes in and spots them. Angel is laughing at a story Cordy is telling, <laughs> charmed in spite of himself, because Cordy is pretty damn funny, as we've mentioned. Uh, Buffy gets all ready to sort of flounce out in a huff when Angel sees her and ponders why she's, uh, wonders why she's leaving. Uh, he pulls a piece of straw out of her hair, and Cordelia comes up to rub in her unkemptness. Angel really doesn't care, but Buffy does, saying that she isn't a normal girl who has time for normal things. And, um... Buffy? Buffy... Buffy. Angel is a vampire, and he spent about a <laughs> century and a half living with another vampire, and he really does not even give two shits about you being all conventionally pretty for a date. Yeah,
0: he's <laughs> been around for about, you know, maybe 150 years longer than deodorant. Yes. So, <laughs> I really I wouldn't worry about it. No, I wouldn't but, either. Yeah, like, in <laughs> Ireland, um, depending on where he's from, I believe it was, was it Dublin? Is that where he was from? I don't from? remember. Probably because that's the only place in in Ireland that people know about. <laughs> Good point. But in a lot of Ireland, um, part of the reason that the potato famine was so devastating is not just that people were starving, but because they shared their house with all of their livestock. Like they would just sleep with the pigs, and so their immune systems would get low because they weren't getting enough nutrients and vitamin C and calories, and then they would catch things from their livestock, and they would die. <laughs> So I don't think
1: Angel cares if you've got straw in your hair, Buffy. Precisely.
0: <laughs> especially if he was not attracted to noble women, he was going after those girls. Oh, right. Yep. Seriously. One and of which, though, Christina Hendricks, and uh, we understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but uh, Buffy will be determined to damsel the shit out of herself in this episode, <laughs> so she wallows in the Chosen Ones' chosen self-pity and leaves. Uh, <laughs> Courtney pops up again <laughs> Uh, Cordy pops up again and offers Angel a cappuccino, which she clearly bought for him, by the way. So smooth. You're such a man, Cordy. Uh, Angel is very confused by Buffy being weird, but you can see that he does reach over to take the cappuccino. He totally
0: does. Well, I mean, why not? It's one of those, it's kind of a dumb guy move he should chase after Buffy.
1: At that point, she's being so irrational, I would completely back up. Oh, I am yeah, completely totally. with Angel right now. If yeah. she wants to throw a damsel fit, <laughs> she can go over there and throw a yeah. damsel fit. Like, totally. I am not running after you to have a little dramatic moment. <laughs> They'll get into that trap later. Yeah,
0: yeah, they totally will. <laughs>
1: but for now, he's taking a little yeah. break.
0: Well, and he, he went there for coffee. He probably didn't <laughs> brew any at home because you know he French presses. You know oh, Angel does absolutely. a French press.
1: absolutely. Because back
0: then, we didn't he, have pour he over. He
1: probably has some kind of like crazy Etruscan urn French press <laughs> that's been oh, around no. since the, th- I
0: bet he has one of those vacuum ones where you, you light the flame underneath it <laughs> and then it boils all of the water up through the grounds and then sucks it back down. <laughs> I, bet I bet he has one of those. Those are delicious. By the way, I had one by Bodum for a long time. It was I amazing. Bet. They're delicious, but they're cumbersome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet he has one of those. Something very sophisticated. Or, or maybe an espresso methane. Espresso. Yeah. <laughs>
1: At school, Snyder is uh, being rather grabby while recruiting reluctant <laughs> students to help wrangle young kids for trick-or-treating. Xander explains what Snyder's up to, and Buffy, uh, Buffy's thinking that uh, vampires would be a better group to hang out in. <laughs> Probably. Uh, what they should have done when they saw Snyder enlisting people. Is run in the opposite direction <laughs> because Snyder <laughs> decides that Buffy, the supposed juvenile delinquent, would be the perfect person to corral impressionable young people. Oh, of course. And, well, and, I don't mean, what can I say? It's Snyder. He rarely makes sense, especially <laughs> when he thinks that
0: keying cars and tossing eggs and bobbing for apples are equally bad. <laughs> Although I guess bobbing for apples did have some kind of like salacious alter.
1: Head bobbing thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which means he's a perv because everybody else just thinks Bobby Rabbit. Of course Snyder's <laughs> a perv. <laughs> he's a giant perv. He
0: probably has a porn collection so prodigious that even Xander <laughs> would be shocked.
1: <laughs> You're saying if he if he built a, a, a girl assembled with dead lady parts, he'd make he'd make her really, really stacked, right? Oh yeah, totally stacked. Yeah, absolutely. Although
0: he'd probably just settle for charisma carpenter.
1: Well, I mean, all of us would. Well <laughs> anyone with a brain. The man has sense. I mean
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> true then he'd sell her for gold-pressed latinum.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, Quark, I love you so. (laughs) Buffy says that she has carpal tunnel, which gives her flashlight gripping problems. Uh, Buffy's heart and spirit uh, (laughs) slash Greek chorus, also not taking the hint and running for the nearest exit, are also recruited. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, costumes are mandatory for this excursion, and they're all disappointed, especially Buffy, who says that Halloween is usually a quiet night for slayers because the evil folks take the night off. Uh, Xander, lending a hand to foreshadowing, says that vampires tend to keep you guessing. Well, one of them does, anyway. (laughs) Uh, And on the soda machine, you saw something.
0: Yes, on the soda machine in back of the Scoobies is a vampire. Mm -hmm. It's a paper vampire.
1: Yes. Yes. There's something else we'll get to in just a second. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, there's a
0: couple. They had a lot of fun. Prop department had a lot of fun. (laughs) I think they were just told go nuts. Yeah. Like, just go nuts. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> they had
1: fun. Yeah. Uh, Xander goes for a soda and is cruelly denied by the machine. He's accosted by Larry the Closet Case, <laughs> who wonders if Buffy is Xander's girlfriend and he wants to go out with her. Somehow, Buffy has gotten the reputation for being fast, and I'm not sure how on earth
0: that could have happened.
1: So I'm guessing it's just dude bragging. I, I have absolutely no idea. Maybe unless it's they because all... they
0: always see her walking home late at night, disheveled.
1: Maybe. Unless, or maybe they found out about the frat party.
0: That's possible. I mean, none of them know about Angel. You know, yeah. Well, <laughs> if she's being conflated with Sheila. <laughs> true. Sheila is true. fast. That's true. Sheila is like NASCAR. That's true. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> or maybe he's just saying it because he knows it'll make Xander try and hit him.
1: Perhaps. Because he likes that.
0: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Hit me. Hit me. (laughs) Hit me again.
1: (laughs) Uh, Xander takes offense at this because calling Cordelia a slut is one thing, but calling Buffy one is a whole other deal. And Larry escalates things, as jock closet cases will undoubtedly do, with a witty, what are you going to do about it? (laughs) Rejoinder. Xander grabs him and threatens him with manly things, which Larry might enjoy more than Xander (laughs) thinks he would.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Something damn manly, <laughs> just a line straight out of wash for Firefly. Seriously,
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when Buffy comes to his rescue, slamming Larry into the soda machine, and before he before he can punch Xander and telling him to get gone, uh, she's rewarded with a Diet Dr Pepper, <laughs> as she should be. Ooh, diet, <laughs> Diet. <laughs> Xander doesn't like this very much, though, saying that his reputation has taken a hit. He's seriously pissy about it, and Xander, in the future, the correct response to this is "Thank you, Slayer." I sincerely appreciate you using your superpowers to help me out. Buffy tells Willow she's worried about <laughs> having violated the, de- the guy code, and Willow agrees that boys are quite fragile things. Um, <laughs> and behind Willow... Is a witchy. <laughs> witchy. witchy. A decoration of a witchy. Yep,
0: there's a full witch. And it flashes back and forth. So we have Buffy with the vampire over her shoulder, mm-hmm. Willow with the witch over her shoulder. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so cool. So cool. <laughs> and I don't know if you could catch it before the remaster. I don't think you could. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, being Buffy's fluffy little spirit, uh, Willow <laughs> wants to talk about Buffy's date with Angel last night, and Buffy tells her about how uh, she was looking just completely gruesome with like three pieces of straw in her hair, and it ruined the whole thing. Uh, she also mentions the presence of Cordy chatting him up, and Buffy, I... Never mind. Go ahead. Your self-dambling is required to make this episode <laughs> hilarious, so do continue. That's true.
0: Well, she's we- wearing her mopey brown. <laughs> she's a little mopey. Yeah. And yeah. the... the Plaid pants of regret. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she should regret those. <laughs> uh, Willow reassures Buffy that Angel isn't the kind of guy to be swayed by Cordy's charms, or at least not before he has his own show. <laughs> Buffy says that since she has no idea of what Angel is about, she doesn't know what he likes in a gal. <laughs> That's kind of the problem. Yeah, maybe you should just say... Talking. What do you yeah. like in a girl? What do you like? Yeah, Yeah. But no, no. Willow then has the idea to look through the Watcher <laughs> Diaries to find out what Angel does like, and Buffy already met Darla, so she has a pretty good idea of what Angelus's type was. Uh, Buffy is all in on this plan, though. There's a nice little part where Buffy jokingly says they shouldn't because it would be wrong, and <laughs> Buffy, <laughs> Faith, so has your
0: number. <laughs> okay. Take a shot on that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it was wrong, John. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> and then actually you go...
1: But <laughs> 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 Buffy drinks his hand. <laughs> uh, cut to them attempting to sneak in and access the Watcher Diaries. Buffy takes the lead, but is intercepted by Giles, who... Uh, slayers are jumpy, Giles. Go easy. You <laughs> uh, startling the Slayer. Very <laughs> jumpy. Uh, and he mentions that since Halloween will be calm, uh, they can work on battle techniques. Uh, she suggests he see a movie while gesturing for Willow to come in and get to the diary <laughs> it's theft so already. So cute! It's so cute! For this
0: those whole... of you who are who don't watch the show, go ahead and watch this episode. Watch this episode. Just it go is ahead. So you can funny. watch it standalone. We, it's really, really we good. So hard a minutes ago watching yeah. this
1: episode. <laughs> I mean, it was like the whole like, time. we were There's like our four
0: times off. I have to rewind and watch at least yes. a couple times yes, every absolutely. time I see it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and as long as we pause, there's black cats in the window of the mm-hmm. library. Mm-hmm. Now, at first, we thought maybe this was for Willow again because of the witchy thing, but we have another black cat later. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about this all then. Yes. But keep it in mind: there's a black cat in the window of Giles's library. Yep. In both windows. In both windows. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's
1: not an accident. Those no, accident. no, not at all.
0: <laughs> We're not grabbing them. No. <laughs> no, no. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, Giles names off his very favorite hobbies, like um, cross-referencing. We will find out later <laughs> that this is totally true, at least for the Giles part of his persona. Yes. <laughs> Buffy, eager to distract Giles from Willow's sneaking, asks why exactly Halloween is so chill, uh, wondering if perhaps <laughs> it's become too commercial for demons. <laughs> Willow is right behind him at this point and he's figured out that Buffy is up to something because she doesn't even give a mild shit about this stuff. And she insists that she really does want to know because Willow's almost at his door (laughs) and then tells him that Jenny Callender thinks he's hot. Well, that'll work in a pinch. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Well, and he is easily distracted by this, so he's got Jenny on the brain. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. He's got that just working up on there. (laughs) Which means that she'll be in the next episode, by the way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And his collar's popped.
1: Yeah, it is popped. Yep. Yeah, Giles gets all glasses off and blinky and wants to know more specifics, but Buffy doesn't have them. So seeing that Willow has accomplished her mission, feigns the Wiggins and scampers out. Giles is just happy that Jenny said he was
0: hot. Yep, and he's forgotten the whole thing. Oh, it's good. Because you can distract Cordelia by telling her she looks bad. You can distract Buffy by telling her she looks good. And you can distract Giles by telling him he's hot. Yes. <laughs> yep. yep. That's pretty much all you need.
1: In the bathroom, Buffy and Willow are going over the diary, and I—I and—and uh, they have found a drawing from 1775 when Angel was 18 and still human, and the drawing has the name Sarah Goodfriend by it, and it makes me wonder if that was what Darla used to go by.
0: <laughs> um, Goodfriend's a little transparent.
1: Uh-huh. I'm a so good friend. <laughs> I'm going to bite you a little bit. <laughs> 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 but give me biting you, because I'm such a good friend. Uh, we'll learn later that Darla has forgotten her real name, so we can't ask her as much as we would love to. <laughs> <laughs> but the drawing really does look a, quite a bit like Darla when we see her yeah. in the flashbacks. Well, and and
0: then, I'm kind of curious, why would the Watchers be drawing somebody who is un-vampire adjacent? Right, just a yeah. random chick. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. like why you can't go back in time to when Angelus was a human at 18. Right. So this is interesting. It is. I
1: mean, the, the time would be a little bit wonky since Liam wasn't turned until he was like 26, 27, but... We don't know how long Darla stayed in Ireland yeah. either. So that's
0: well Ireland seems like a pretty easy place to hang out and eat people.
1: Absolutely. Honestly. And Absolutely.
0: also they believe in fairies. And so if you <laughs> yeah. wander off into the dark and you don't come back, well the, the fairies got you. Yeah, it's fine. They got you. And the fairies are fucking scary. I'll take vampires over oh fae. Oh my god. Any day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They scare the shit out of me.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: Oh, and behind the girls there is a sign that says there are no heroes in this locker room.
1: Yeah, because it's the locker room of death. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. even go in there trying to be a I hero. Am, yeah, don't even. <laughs> Unless you are Buffy's Slayer of the vampires. <laughs> <laughs> so included with this drawing are references to St. Vincent's Eve. Um, uh, it says, uh, midnight signs from previous fortnight appear true. I couldn't find much on St. Vincent's Day. Uh, it seems to be your standard feast celebrating St. Vincent de Paul. Uh, who was, by all accounts, quite a lovely person. And uh, for Catholics in 1775, the feast happened on July 19th, so we can get an idea of w- what time the, everything was written down. Look at you, research girl. <laughs> <laughs> Holy research shit. Research girl. Um, <laughs> also written, uh, forewarning of a something craft, probably witchcraft, curse, uh, spell of a something. Uh, also, also brackish well water and something about eyes turned inward, which was the birth defect Jenny Callender mentioned in <gasps> Prophecy Girl. <Dude. laughs> There are also some uh, signs and symbols, something about September for the harvest month. Oh, my God. That's two little references to the master, both the birth defect and the harvest. And if, if, uh, if only the well water had boiled, we'd have three on one page. And Darla was very connected to the master. So that's all very interesting. That
0: is very interesting. Well, and we didn't have wells. We don't have wells in... in uh, right. Yeah. So, so maybe
1: brackish and, I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it, the, the fact that it's water is interesting. And that is really the interesting. Only stuff you can read on there. Yeah. On my personal wow. opinion, that's Darla.
0: Yeah, I'm there with you. Otherwise, there's just no reason for all that to be on there. And prop guys, prop guys. Holy shit! Props prop guys. to the prop yeah. guys. <laughs>
1: like yeah. that's
0: incredible. It's
1: pretty awesome. They
0: wanted someone to pause that.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and remaster. I love you. I love <laughs> Willow insists that the gal in the drawing is totally not pretty at all, and her waist <laughs> looks funny too, you know, tiny. Uh, Buffy says she's not helping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and Buffy's kind of a hot mess right now. <laughs> she is. Like, she wasn't looking great at the beginning, but I mean, and not and that Sarah Michelle Keller get... ever looks bad. <laughs> right. Well, as bad as Sarah Michelle Gally can look. Yeah. Uh, And
1: it's going to be so much worse. (laughs) Willow (laughs) says that the gal is more like a circus freak. (laughs) Buffy thinks that it must have been wonderful back then. And I'm thinking Angel really should have talked to Buffy more about his past. And I'm also... Realizing just why Buffy consistently has trouble with with history class. Buffy, 1775 was terrible! Yeah. Okay, no antibiotics, no dental care, or at least not any dental care you'd want to have in your life, and good <laughs> fucking luck trying to survive having a baby. The Irish, which Angel, or Liam at the time was, of course, uh, were being taxed like crazy by the English, as they did with all of their colonies. Women could, couldn't vote anywhere, and I'm pretty sure we couldn't own property either. There was the American Revolution, of course, and that was, but that was pretty gruesome, and Wealth of Nations was published around that time, and that's awesome. But it was bleak, Buffy, <laughs> yeah. especially for someone who gets a couple of pieces of straw in her hair and thinks she's the Elephant Man. I promise, <laughs> I promise that you would have not liked it at
0: all. Oh, no. well, like, for example, the white wigs you see people wearing, you know, they would right. wear those. They'd shave their heads and wear the wigs because they didn't want to get lice. But you know what lived in the wigs Lice and mitts, right. and it was just like they were teeming. They would crawl. Right. The whole thing just seems itchy and uncomfortable ah, and just dirty and horrible. yucky. And and then you know, like if you are in Ireland, you're you're coming up on a little event, so you know <laughs> either you or your kids are going to go through a thing. I just kind of mentioned uh-huh. the Irish are almost over
1: it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That wouldn't be a thing called the potato famine. Uh, would just
0: it? a little bit, yeah. yeah. Which uh, was also related to some English-type issues, which might be why. Um, you know, Angel is at first a little bit distrustful of Watchers because mm-hmm. they're all British. Mm-hmm. He might just have a little bit of a, a bitterness, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> just a tad, uh-huh. <laughs> just a tad, yeah. Which is—it's remarkable he and Spike got on, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> as well as they kind of did,
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, but yeah, it's just a bad time. It's not fun. No, I no, don't. No. People who glorify that, even people who glorify like the nineteen fifties, confuse me. Yeah, very much or, so. Or the nineteen eighties. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't understand what we did before cell phones. I don't remember. I know. I think I was just lost and lonely constantly.
1: Yeah. Well, and and uh, at parties, like what we talked about in the last episode, at parties, feeling like I didn't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, that is not a problem anymore in my life. No. i can be a party. I could be anywhere at all, ever, and I can just. Be really busy all of a sudden. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, or you could just say, Seriously. hey, could you call me really quick? And then, oh, I have to leave? Oh, darn. This is such an emergency. I play, okay, I'll I will go now. Before. Goodbye. Yes.
1: That's where you, swear you swear officially said, a text.
0: Call me right now. Yep. Oh, hi. I got to take this. Yes. I have a code. I have a code with friends nice. that means please call me right, right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> please, please, please. But I will say, alas, Buffy's fixated on the clothes, which were horrifically uncomfortable, by the way. I mean, there's a reason why women passed out all the time. It's the tiny corset-induced waist thing, Buffy. Don't, don't oh, really let yeah. you breathe so much. Perfect, though, for vampires like Darla who don't have to breathe. That's very true. <laughs> and I, but Darla have,
0: loved corsets. I've worn a corset. I had to sing and dance in one. No. Just fuck that shit. That, yeah. I mean, they weren't <laughs> even as tight as this one. It was right. just enough to make the shape right. But it was terrible. Yeah. I had to learn a whole different way to breathe. Yeah, there is a. It was
1: awful. <laughs> like, I said, there's a reason women would pass out by then. Yeah, <laughs> their terrible. diaphragms are in their ears, yeah. you know.
0: <laughs> well, and infertility issues. Yeah, were abound and huge. yeah, yes. huge. It's oh, just yeah.
1: it was not a good scene. No, but I mean, Buffy goes on though, and I think she's, I think she's picturing Cinderella with the horses and the servants and going to the balls and wearing gowns and stuff.
0: Yeah, which you know? still sounds terrible. Right. Yeah. Blood soaked slipper and all that. Yeah, I know. If you don't follow the Disney version.
1: Yeah. Whatever, Buffy.
0: (laughs) Uh, But Willow is so with us,
1: preferring to have the vote. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) And Cordy comes in. this is where it gets worse, because Cordy looks absolutely gorgeous yeah, I mean, look at her
0: tiny little waist she
1: does <laughs>
0: <laughs> emphasized like, yeah. by the little stripes around the yeah, bottom yeah, of her like sweater they made her look like she's corseted uh-huh. she might even be wearing like some early spanks under there Yeah, she, just to make it all nice and tight looks incredible really <laughs> <laughs>
1: Their hair's all swept back and yeah like and her just got makeup off a, is she looks really like she flawless got off a photo shoot with like the wind machine thing
0: oh just, yeah like,
1: shaking out her hair and coming in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she gives Buffy some crap about leaving Angel in her evil clutches. And yeah, it's mean. But if Buffy's just going to leave her dude up for grabs like that, she kind of deserves to get shit for it.
0: Seriously. Because <laughs> most guys would rather hang out with you looking like crap than not hang out with you at all.
1: Right. If they like you. They don't give a shit if yeah. you have straw in your hair, Buffy.
0: Uh, yeah, because uh, if, if they have their way, they'll see you with your hair all kinds of messed up. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. And he's had, he's had
1: a long-term relationship. A yeah. really, really, really long-term relationship. Yep. <laughs> you know, with a vampire.
0: And, and they got it on in the hay a couple times, as they far as I sure can tell. did. Probably brought so, back
1: fond memories for him. Yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> he was like, hmm. Hey. <laughs> oh, hey, girl. <laughs> hey.
1: Hey, hey. <laughs> Plus... Uh, Angel and Cordy need to bond since they'll be going to be co-workers in a few years. Um, Oh, yeah. Cordelia is wondering about Angel's whole background, and we realize that she has no idea he's a vampire (laughs) and figures he must be a loser who lives with his parents. Hey, adults live with their parents for all kinds of reasons, Cordy. Seriously. No, I'm not defensive. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you shouldn't be. I know. Living with your parents is legit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Buffy tells her that um, he's definitely not living with his parents since they've been dead for a couple of centuries, and Cordy has a great... Wait, what? reaction <laughs> <laughs> Buffy explains the vampire thing but Cordelia is not buying it thinking that vampires aren't so much the cute cuddly care bar with fangs types it doesn't really seem plausible does it
0: Cordelia No no, <laughs> no. <it doesn't>. <laughs> <laughs> and it sets up hilarity later oh my goodness
1: (laughs) willow tries to convince her too but cordy makes her intentions clear buffy might be good at the slaying of of the vampires and all but when it comes to dating cordelia is the slayer true story i love her
0: (laughs) (laughs) she's like z snaps on her way out the door you know man she's so (laughs) awesome
1: the Scoobies are in a costume shop that is about to become very important. And Snart, you observe something oh interesting okay. inside the shop.
0: Right inside the door. I mean, there's a lot of weird shit going on. Yeah. Watch, if, watch okay. this scene a just few times. Listeners, if you go into a costume place
1: and there's that kind of weird shit in general in there, just yeah. go to a different but costume seriously, place.
0: There's weird, so there's like, a, <laughs> there's a costume just inside the door, and it has like a female mask, and then hanging from the shoulders are boobs mm-hmm. with nipples mm-hmm. and this is there it's even there when we see the shop again yes <laughs> like they got away with this because it's a costume yeah but yeah, if you keep watching what's going on in the background there's like a cow head yeah there's like i mean like being put on a kid so some it's kid little, later is running around as a cow chaos. it's like
1: a little sample of the chaos it we're gonna really, see later it really there's is a pink like elephant.
0: perfect yeah there is a pink <laughs> elephant <laughs> like, there is so much shit going it's, on in this It costume is bad shit
1: crazy costume
0: <laughs> it points <really> is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, amazing like Yana's just puked all over in there <laughs>
1: <Totally>. <laughs> so totally. uh, Willow shows off the costume she's picked out and it's the classic ghost outfit and Buffy okay this is a pet peeve of mine uh, tries to get Will to wear something more revealing because Halloween, and come as you aren't, and blah, 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 uh, that will also be important and literal later. Um, and I know the show agrees with Buffy here, but let your friends wear what they want. You oh, know? I
0: agree. But she wants her, so Buffy's lagging behind in the spirit department. Her spirit's still a little girl. Uh-huh. Buffy's body is ready. You know. <laughs> Ripened. My body is ready. Um... <laughs>
1: Ripened and got flowers yes, all over she's the got, place. She's has she's got a flower
0: and... up her narn at this <laughs> point. <laughs> And, and she wants to get it on with Angel. And Angel's starting to sense that. And she wants to be full bore. She wants right. to be a woman. And her spirit's lagging behind and still wanting to dress as a ghost and get free candy. And being
1: the fluffy little spirit. Yeah, she is. Know.
0: She's just... Hey! Yay. And um, so, you know, she's kind of saying, hey, that's fun. But could you just come as you aren't for a minute? Right. And Maybe literally.
1: <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a very, very good point. Yeah, because... And, and, that's, and yeah. that's something that we try to do when we analyze this show we're not always successful I know but uh, <laughs> when but I mean just like Snart did right here which is fantastic um, when you when there's something that happens that's that feels weird you drill for the metaphor mm-hmm. and that and that's a perfect example right there this felt weird because would Buffy normally
0: try to push Willow this hard oh no she tells Willow to carpe diem you know right. like the very first thing she was saying hey go do what you want
1: yeah and, and she's not, and she just trying to force her into this outfit seemed a little off uh, which is why, of course, I object to it and start like, no, this is a metaphor. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's true. That is the yeah. metaphor. No, it totally <laughs> yeah. is, because
0: that's just where she is. Right. She's on that knife's edge. Yeah, and that's. And she's she's done with childhood already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure is.
1: <laughs> So um, Buffy gives her a pep talk just as Xander comes in to show off the toy gun he scored at this store and the army fatigues he got at an army surplus store. Uh, Buffy tries to apologize for keeping him from getting pummeled that morning, and Xander gets all snippy about his masculinity again, and Xander, if it's that fragile, maybe you should encase it in bubble wrap.
0: <laughs> maybe you should maybe you should look in that closet and just make sure there's nothing in there. Yeah. Exactly. Just check.
1: <laughs> Buffy promises to let him get beaten onto the future, and now he's happy. Which is <laughs> so cute. For, for a second, he is adorable. It is, yeah. yeah when she yeah. like.
0: Leans her chin on his yeah. shoulder. I mean, as much as
1: I hate this kind of behavior in guys, I know. Um, it's really cute for a second. <laughs> it is really cute. Uh, however, Buffy has fallen in love with a dress that's more than a little reminiscent of the one that Gal was wearing in The Watcher Diary. And uh, Xander <sighs> says he likes his women in spandex. And let's just hold that thought for later, shall we? <laughs> and hello! Who is this handsome gentleman? He owns the store, you see, and uh, he would really love it if Buffy wore the gown. He calls her a hidden princess, also a princess, Drusilla. She said so in school, heart.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God.
1: Buffy says there's no way she can afford a dress like that, but he offers to make her a deal she can't refuse. And Buffy obviously hasn't seen The Godfather enough to be alarmed by the sort of can't refuse offer, uh, so she's delighted. <laughs> Naturally, the reason that the vampire was videoing Buffy at the beginning of the episode was because of our constantly adapting vampire with fondness for television, Spike. <laughs> Hi, Spike. <laughs> spike. Uh, he's watching the footage, prompting the other vampire to rewind so he can re- re- he can review the relevant parts. He compliments Buffy's resourcefulness, and he would know, being awfully resourceful himself. Um. That reference to Buffy as a princess, not an accident, because here's Drusilla herself. Hi, Hi, Drew. Drew, Don't hurt us, please. (laughs) And she's got Miss Edith. She's so fucking scary. (laughs) I can't even. (laughs) It's tea time for Miss Edith, even, who has apparently been a good enough doll lately to not be bound and gagged. (laughs) Well done, Miss Edith. Hopefully you will get some cakes. Um, Spike wants Drew to watch the video with him, and she asks if he likes her insides, the parts he can't see. His response? Eyeballs to entrails, my sweet oh it is that's, that's really cute. They are just so cute they're so cute and scary and I,
0: well and i like that she's setting him up for what she's about to tell him right here yeah. she's like i gotta see that's it. why she's so damn scary she's so scary because she sees oh. so many things and she manipulates so well oh. and you can tell she's getting sicker
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: like she doesn't look good yeah she doesn't but she still is in the game uh-huh. so imagine how scary she might be that at full power, full power.
1: Yeah, I would leave the country.
0: Yeah. (laughs) uh, So about that trip to Mars.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I try to stay at the opposite end of the globe. Oh, yeah. I'd be in Australia. (laughs) Yeah. try to go around the globe so she wouldn't get (laughs) even close to me (laughs) um he says that's why he's studying the slayer so he can learn her weaknesses and kill her so drew can have sunnydale or sunny hell uh all to herself um however as drew will point out much later in the show she's already picked up on spike's obsession with buffy at this point so she asked her asking him these things um is more out of suspicion and i think maybe insecurity
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah
1: Brilliant show. Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) She tells him not to worry because everything's switching outside to inside and it makes her weak. Uh, We know that Drew has some pretty awesome psychic abilities. And it seems that she's had a premonition of Buffy's self-damseling. Spike asks if Drew had a vision and she says, "Um, do you know what I miss? Leeches. And, you know, (laughs) I was thinking, you know, naturally, because... I would think they'd be like potato chips for vampires, right? <laughs> I, c- I couldn't tell. I couldn't figure out like a deeper metaphor. I, was, I just I got, I got totally
0: stuck. I'm like,
1: I bet those are damn tasty <laughs> for vampires. Like, I can't bet they just walk around with a bag of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I also think that, that Ethan is, is a leech because uh, he feeds on the psychic energy. He's oh, feeding he on the, the chaos. All the,
1: he, 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 does the, he
0: lets his own blood out and does a blood ritual. Yeah, he totally does. He does a blood hey. ritual and then he's, he's doing this for a reason. Yes, you know. So I think he's sucking on the juices of the chaos. Very nice. You know, I think he's feeding on it.
1: Oh, very nice. Yes. Look at you with all this. You're just rocking I it out today. <laughs> I, I do really well
0: after midnight. <laughs> 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 it's 1230 a.m., people. This is our third episode today. Indeed it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so Spike wants to know more about what makes this Slayer week. Uh, Drew says it's tomorrow. Uh, Spike protests that Halloween is like Vampire Labor Day. Uh, but Drew says <laughs> someone uh, someone's come to change it all. Someone new. And indeed, the handsome costume store guy is dressed in some pretty awesome robes, I have to say. Yeah. Way better than the ones in the last episode. And uh, he's praying to a statue of Janus. And I am going to apologize for my pronunciation on that because I learned it in Latin class. And I have to think way too hard about saying it as Janus. So Giannis, uh is best known as the God <laughs> of Chaos, but he's also the God of Beginnings, Gates, Transitions, Time, Doorways, Passages, and Endings. Uh, he has two faces, one looking forward and the other backward, uh, always viewing the future and the past simultaneously. For the purposes of the show, we're going to go with the God of Chaos, and also because uh, Ovid wrote him as saying, May Chaos antiqui uh, or the ancients called me chaos. And that is just a badass fucking quote as far as I'm concerned. And I love it. And the talk of the ancients kind of ties us into the old ones in this universe. So god of chaos it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, it seems like if you're a god and you want to remain relevant, you start taking on other jobs, right? Yep. Like okay, I am the god of chaos. Oh oh oh! You need insight? I okay, can I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> I can
1: do all this shit at the same time.
0: <laughs> that guy? No, no, I killed him. Yes. I will take his job. <laughs> and I'm, I'm now I'm going
1: to stop being ridiculous with this. Not naming Mr. Handsome. We all know this is Ethan Rain. and he is played Which is by a badass. Name. Oh my god! And he <laughs> is played by the extremely lovely and talented Robin Sachs, who sadly passed away in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um. Ethan kneels at the altar to Giannis, uh slicing open his, his his palms and beginning an incantation. Uh, on Halloween, Buffy is getting all spiffy for her in her damsel wear. Uh, Willow <laughs> <laughs> asks where he she's meeting Angel, and she says it will be after trick or treating at Buffy's house. Joyce will be out. Uh, <laughs> good. Yeah, that is good. She's, uh, she's hoping to surprise Angel with a blast from the past, and this will happen to Angel a lot. <laughs> and uh, it turns out just about as well as this as this time, uh, and you know which is not good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Willow is hiding, but Buffy manages to get her out, and, out in the open. Willow is dressed like, well, she's dressed like Faith. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But with, believe it or not, quite a bit more exposed skin than Faith's typical yeah. outfits.
0: Yeah. I think Faith would be like, nah. She's like, I'm gonna
1: wait till I go to LA
0: before I wear something like that. Yeah. but she's also dressed a little evil, evil willowy. She is a little bit. We're getting a little flavor of something yet to come. It's uh,
1: yes, absolutely. Especially with the leather skirt thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, So uh, she really wants to put the ghost costume on like right now. Uh, And even (laughs) though I'd probably be happy to show myself off if I had Alison Hannigan's abs. uh, This is a sort of advanced level come as you aren't, especially for Willow. Yeah, this is a lot. (laughs) This is a big jump. It's a lot. This is too much for Faith. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, come on, Buffy. Too much for we faith. Know,
0: we know you want your spirit to grow up, but does she have to go all that far? right Can just, we just little
1: baby steps? Know, maybe,
0: maybe like a push-up bra,
1: or yeah, or something you know? that Faith would actually wear that would yeah. not be too much for Faith. Mm-hmm. Might be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. But, uh,
0: <laughs> but Buffy just also seemed to have this kind of laying around. I know. So, <laughs> hey, yep. <laughs> <laughs> huh. D- does Joyce know, <laughs> Buffy?
1: I seriously doubt Joyce knows no. anything about her daughter at this point. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> very true. She's uh, just in such denial land; she, she has so no. Is. Do I even have a <laughs> kid? I don't know. <laughs> well,
1: she has right to be confused later on in the series. That's for yes, damn that's, sure. That's One, true. One, two. I have no fucking idea how many kids I have. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Willow is mid meltdown, but Buffy gives her more of the pep talk. Um, I've talking about Halloween. and How Halloween is the night that you is not you. Wow. That's going to just happen (laughs) in a (laughs) few minutes. Hey, you're not wrong. Yeah, look out, Buffy. Uh, Buffy hears someone at the door and announces that Xander is there, which probably doesn't make Willow feel any better at all. Uh, Mm -hmm. Buffy uh, says she can't wait for the boys to go nonverbal when they see Willow, who has herself gone (laughs) nonverbal. At the door, Xander happily doesn't get all stupid about Buffy in the dress, but he does say that that she looks good enough for him to renounce spandex. Don't, don't, not yet, Xander, don't do that Just wait. Hold your water. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy's all excited for Xander to see Willow's outfit, because she still ships them. Um, but Willow comes down in the ghost costume, uh, complete with, as Xander observes, a fine boo. <laughs> <laughs> the trick-or-treaters are converging on the school. Principal Snyder introduces Buffy to uh, her group of kids, and naturally forbids her to speak to them. Um, <laughs> Even following up on it. Well, I... stop. All right, fine. Uh, She just has to bring them back in one piece in order to not get expelled. Seems easy, right? Yeah, not so much.
0: This is Sunnydale.
1: Larry the Closet Case is... Gentle listeners, he's dressed as a pirate. (laughs) I can't even. A pirate. It's like the the writers of the show are trying to kill me directly. (laughs) So, Larry the Butt Pirate... Give Xander shit about Buffy paying his bodyguard. And Xander has Just dreams hit the of shooting microphone. him. You have to
0: reread. Just hit the microphone with my head. You have to back up a little. <laughs> Was it after Buck Pirate? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Made him a pirate! <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> Uh, where, where do I start again?
0: Anywhere you want. Just you a couple of it.
1: I'll start with uh, right after that. Okay. Uh, give Xander shit about Buffy being his bodyguard. And Xander has dreams of shooting him, but sadly only has a toy gun. <laughs> I've heard that some folks get a little offended by this part, what with the school shootings that happen later, but I really do not see anything wrong with it at all. I mean, I'm a complete asshole, so don't take my word for it, and I'm not an authority on anything in particular, but... Little overreaction if you think this is horrible. Yeah, I mean the offensive.
0: I understand that right now guns in schools is kind of an uncomfortable subject. It's a toy gun. It's a toy gun. I mean it's it's basically the equivalent of making your hand into kind of a gun and, right. and shooting. like maybe we're just simple folks, but could be. it's a toy gun. We could be sheltered or something, but I, I don't I also don't un- think that we as a nation need to be quite so easily triggered. It's a tool that is used by bad people. Right. You know, it's the intention I, behind the holding of the gun. It is not necessarily the action of the gun itself. Right. Um, you know, I could go off on a tangent, but well, anyway, I mean,
1: and, I, and I think that when
0: we get and to this is way pre Columbine. Yeah, I mean, come on, way.
1: <laughs> and and this this end of course the future episode uh, about this kind of thing earshot. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. I mean, they're exploring these things. We can't just put our heads in the sand and be like, we're never going to talk about this. Oh yeah, because. We need to
0: talk about this stuff.
1: There's a catharsis that happens. Well, we do. When How many fucking really movies have it?
0: been made about the Holocaust? Right. Exactly. I mean, Come you on. You have now. to explore.
1: You can't just avoid this stuff. You have to explore yeah, it and, and see what it means.
0: Perhaps we should explore more politics so we can make better political decisions.
1: Yeah. You know, maybe Wouldn't we need that to. be Nice. We
0: that whole thing about <laughs> learning from history so we aren't doomed to repeat it thing, um, might be good. Buffy. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy. Buffy. <laughs> um, so like. You know, we have to investigate these things with fiction. It's actually a responsibility, I believe, I of fiction agree. writers to reflect the culture of the times. And yeah. you can do that with whatever story you want to tell. You don't always need to be an allegory. Right. But you must work to look deeper into the nature of being human and what is happening with humans and why we do the things we do right. so we can become more compassionate and not get stuck in the same loop. Absolutely. Okay. So, Bucks, putting away.
1: <laughs> Very nice. I'm done. Thinking. Very nicely said.
0: Thank you. <laughs> uh, Oz
1: is getting his guitar situated when, <laughs> why look, it's Cordelia in a cat costume that appears to be made of spandex. Mm. <laughs> she also said in the previous episode that spandex is her thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> and then <laughs> Oz comments that she's like a big cat, and she clarifies that it's her costume. <laughs> <laughs> and I get, <laughs> I,
0: mean, I, I get like a gigantic belly laugh in fucking well, she, she's on a mission. She has to tell Oz something, and she can't be distracted by your petty observations.
1: It's my costume.
0: Thanks, Courtney. She even does the little double blink. Yeah,
1: she, like, duh. Like, like, she really thinks that he was confused. Like, yeah. really.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she is co- like she really thinks he was I very know, confused about that. This is
0: part of what's so lovable about Oz.
1: <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's wondering if they're playing that evening, and they are, and whether Devin will be there, which he will. Uh, and by the time she's done, poor Oz has no idea what to relate to <laughs> Devin, which works fine because he shouldn't tell Devin anything.
0: I know. Well, in another great Oz line, she goes off on the, well, will you mo- tell Mr. blah, 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 He's like, yeah, but he's just going by Devin. Or no, she says, have you seen Mr. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, but he's just going by Devin now. I know, it's so funny. <laughs> so chill. <laughs> he's the chillest of the chill.
1: I, if I knew Oz, I would constantly be putting a mirror under his nose to see if he's still alive.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 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 the monosyllabic wonder. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he wonders why he can't meet a nice girl like Cordy, yeah. and oh. then bumps right into Willow. And as Cordy oh, yeah. was oh, walking shit. away. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So
0: as Cordy's walking away, we see on the wall there's a wolf man. Yep, wolf man. Yep. And it's not full body, it's just a head. Just
1: the head of the wolfman. Hmm. Isn't that interesting?
0: Isn't that fascinating?
1: (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) he runs right into Willow, whom, as you'll recall, caught Oz's attention in Inca Mommy Girl. Uh, She's all ghost-costumed up, though, and he doesn't know it's her. They apologize to each other adorably and move on.
0: Right, as he's saying that, why can't I meet a nice Uh girl like that? (laughs) Ah, so cute.
1: (laughs) So, uh, Xander is breaking down some pro tips for successful trick-or-treating for the kids. (laughs) they move out (laughs) (laughs) trick-or-treating is well underway and buffy is almost done with her group back at ethan's his incantation has moved to the uh, more serious business latin portion and i was all set to translate this but the wonderful (laughs) person on buffyworld.com who did the transcript for this episode already did how awesome is the internet that Uh, is awesome i did i apologize to the person who did the translation changed one word Sorry. <laughs> it wasn't, yours was not wrong at all. I just changed the meaning just did. we're just, I mean, the meaning is the same, but just them, the flow, a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Um, should I, should I do the Latin part too? He does a great job of the Latin part. It's up to you. Oh, I'm rusty. Um, okay. I'll try it. Uh, it's been almost 20 years. So apologies. Yeah, if you're listeners. unhappy with it, I'll just. Uh, I, I, I'll, I don't care either way. Okay. Um, so the, uh, the first part of the Latin is Janus Iwoco Westrum uh, Animum. Exaudi uh, meum causum, carpe noctum pro concilio estro, veni appare et nobis monstra quod est infinita potestas. Which means, uh, Janus, I invoke your spirit, hear my plea. Seize the night for your own purpose. Come up here and show us, uh, show to us that which is infinite power. Uh, Willow is leading her trick-or-treaters to the house. Oh, uh, damned house. impressive. No, <laughs> 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 well, it's the only thing that. Um, that is different. Uh, in in his uh, recitation is uh, I I do the the vsw and he does the vsv. Yeah. Um, I completely. Un- I mean, mine is technically right, but it sounds terrible. I mean, <laughs> it goes from it takes Latin from Veni Vidi Vici to Winnie vidi wiki And but I actually
0: saw <laughs> that that's the correct way to angel do it. says it.
1: Yeah. I mean, even Angel says it later in the show. Yeah. So I, if well, I were... An, if on,
0: like, the BBC... No, it, it is W. I saw, yeah. It's absolutely W. I saw a whole um, thing about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it was long.
1: It's, I mean, it's W. It's it's absolutely W. There is no debating that it's a W sound. But it doesn't sound very good. So if I were an actor, mm-hmm. I would do the V and be like, fuck y'all. It sounds good this way. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but his, honestly, his pronunciation except for the V which I don't care about is incredible. It's great. <laughs> He's so good. That's awesome. Ugh, it's such a loss losing him. He was so oh, that is. And I got to say, no, I don't I don't like I don't I'm not attracted to dudes in like a practical way
0: mm-hmm.
1: where I would actually have sex with one. Um but he is hot. Yes. Dude. Oh, He, he is so
0: hot. I can't believe he and Tony Head could be in the same room and it didn't just burst into yeah, flames. Yeah, the TV survived us watching this episode. Yeah, it's amazing, <laughs> which is good, because it's a brand new TV. Yeah,
1: Alex old... would be very, very <laughs> yeah. upset if, if the ho like <laughs> melted the TV. Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although he'd probably understand. Oh, yeah, he would. Because, I mean, I, I think even he's a little bit into Tony Head. Ev-
1: everybody. Everybody's into Tony Head. I mean, Head. you do not... You do not have to like guys to be no. like, those are very attractive You don't guys. even
0: have to feel the sexy right? to be <laughs> into those guys. Right.
1: I mean, yeah. I just like looking at them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he can re- Robin Sachs can recite Latin at me all he wants. Absolutely. <laughs> and I will not stop yes. him ever. <laughs> 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 Willow is leading her trick-or-treaters to a house. And uh, as the nice lady answers the door, Ethan continues, uh, Persona se corpum et sanguiam comitatum est. Vuestra uh, sancta praentia concrque, Whiscara o sumenoctum. The mask transforms itself into flesh and blood. Your holy presence curdles the heart. Yanus take the night. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Many, many thanks to the person on BuffyWorld.com. Yeah, uh,
0: that's Buffy. awesome. And I love that the la- it's not Jimbers Latin. It's real Latin. They could, this show does real Latin. They really do. They could seriously just do lorem ipsum dolo sat yeah. on it, and I'd be like, okay. That's cool. That's okay. is Latin. But they really did. That's Oh, amazing. yeah, that's real
1: stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Buffy, also a, a real stuff, Supernatural. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yep. God, I wish. Like, that's a real exorcism.
0: I wish there it's was the a way real thing. That's so cool. I wish there was a way we could do supernatural. Maybe we could do a best of.
1: After we've done all our other shows, we could retire doing supernatural. We could.
0: Yeah. I mean, it'll take us till we're 60. Yeah, well, what else are we do? Because it's still going. Well, <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't have anything up to so, uh, I got, Buffy. like, novels to write and <laughs> shit. I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're fine. <laughs>
1: so Buffy walking with the kid senses something as strange as the wind picks up uh, the nice lady who was giving candy to Willow's trick-or-treaters realizes she's run out Ethan declares that it's showtime <laughs> and <in laughs> oh need you it old is. queen you <laughs> <laughs> at the nice lady's uh, house a kid transforms into an actual monster and attacks her it actually looks pretty bad for her until another of the actual monsters attacks the first one, and she's able to escape back into her house. Willow tries to stop them, but she's suddenly not feeling very well. Xander cl- watches people run around and clutches his toy gun. Willow is most definitely having trouble breathing and collapses on the porch. And I notice her boots, which are fucking awesome. Yeah, those are good boots. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just go up to her body and be like, "I want these boots." <laughs> <laughs> she wakes up with no boots on. <laughs> Who took my boots? Not me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got big feet. It probably wouldn't fit. Uh, <laughs> whatever's going on uh, hits Xander and magnificent.
0: Oh my God.
1: Change. This by is Nicholas
0: Brandon. Exquisite. It is. Like this guy, he can act. And since he's playing a goofy dude all the time, mm-hmm. I think we forget yes. that he can act. And this is. A yeah, and don't forget, moment. he has a stutter. Is I he really? think, yeah, he was born with a stutter. And I can't remember if he got into acting or something else to help him deal with it.
1: So it's like a James Earl Jones kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But I believe... I I, I can't remember if this is accurate. So if if I'm wrong, someone please tell me. But I think I saw an interview where he said he was still dealing with his stutter in Buffy. Wow. So...
1: Which has got to be hard because they write him a stutter that's separate from his actual stutter. Yeah.
0: No, they they totally (laughs) do. But a lot of people can act and perform without a stutter. But, I mean, it's just... Anyway, it For doesn't necessarily like show itself in his acting um, at all. No, at all. But he's just an exquisite actor. Yeah. We don't give him enough credit.
1: Yeah, this is this is this is one of his best moments. Yes, because you can see because um, he reaches down and obviously he's exchanging the, the gun uh, in like real life acting ways. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got like a, an intern a or prop person handing yeah. him the gun, and the time he turns his head down. He changes from the tips of his toes to the tips of his ears into yes. a
0: military guy. Like the eyes are sharp. It's, it's like the Ripper transformation. It is. And it's that good. It is so it's good. It's so good.
1: We're comparing him to Anthony Stewart head. <laughs> yes.
0: And he stays there. Yeah. And it even like it fades away at the end. Mm-hmm. There's a fizzle instead of it just snapping back. It's like he yep. has to come back to himself. Absolutely. And he keeps that little bit of military guy. Oh, yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, uh,
1: his uh, his toy gun has been replaced by a real one, and he starts pointing it at pretty much everything with a militarily <laughs> musical flourish. <laughs> On the porch, Willow comes to, but it's in a more of a spirit-leaving-your-body kind of way. And, hey, Buffy Spirit, nice one, show. Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> she freaks out for a second, as anyone would in this situation, and, and then she's distracted by... Xander um, firing indiscriminately into a crowd, I guess. Yeah, that's not good. Sure. <laughs> I'm just glad he has stormtrooper
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: <laughs> Willow runs over to Xander, who has no idea who she is. She tries to stop him from walking away, and he goes through her. Then he points the gun at a person he just walked through. Well, he didn't get any smarter. He is seriously plugged into this military thing, like I have to say. It's like he's part of the initiative.
0: Oh, isn't mm-hmm. that weird? Yeah. I'll point a gun if- at a ghost. That'll work. That would totally fly on.
1: in Riley's brain. Oh,
0: yeah. Riley would try and tase it, too. Absolutely. And then he'd throw a net on it.
1: <laughs> and they'd try to hit it with a car. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. And then he'd chase it. Do it as a ghost. Stop it. <sighs> try to just take gonna, its temperature. You're just going to wear yourself out. <laughs> uh, and I mean seriously, you know, if you walk through her, why would you think you could hit her with bullets
0: like I stars? <laughs> because he's military. Exactly. Guy. Everything exactly. is solved with
1: the bullets. That is how good this episode is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <And> whatever. Anyway. <laughs> uh, he asks what she is, and she explains what happened. He doesn't believe her and sees a demon sort of person behind Willow and of course tries to shoot it. Willow stops him, thankfully, giving him an order to not shoot anyone behind Army Ender, We can see Buffy sort of wandering around, and <laughs> Willow gratefully runs over, thinking that you know the night has gotten a lot better because Slayer. Uh, but Buffy seems a little out of it, having damseled herself into a whole lot of trouble. Uh, two demons approach, and uh, Willow asks Buffy what to do, and Buffy faints. See, he says, damn, corsets, man, tried to <laughs> warn you, Buffy. Army Xander fires over the demon's heads, or at least I hope he does. Uh, scaring them off, Willow wakes Damsel Buffy from her little fainting nap and discovers <laughs> that she also has no idea who she is. Oh, this is fun. Willow snarks. <laughs> <laughs> she asks Buffy what year it is, and of course, Buffy says it's 1775. Um... Willow is getting a bit worried about how they're going to get through the rest of the, the night without the Slayer, but Army Xander doesn't know what a Slayer is. Uh, poor Willow is already so over this. <laughs> <laughs> a demon pops up, and Army Xander knocks it out with a gun. Improvement. And Damsel Buffy's afraid of cars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great, because let's go before we run into a demon! A demon! <laughs>
1: It's a car. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> uh, Willow convinces them to go to Buffy's house. Inside, she confirms that Joyce is indeed not there, so that's at least one less oh, thing she has to worry military about. Military
0: Xander did not fucking clear that house. No, he did not. He says, it's all clear. A little bit later,
1: we'll, we'll talk about that kind of a thing.
0: Okay. <laughs> I just want to point out, if you happen yeah. to be trying to clear a house, that is not clearing a house. that's not how you clear you a house. You kind of go
1: through every fucking room. Yeah, you kind of yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, and then have
0: someone walk behind you and make sure that the rooms stay but i
1: think it's indicative of a little theory i have about this oh
0: you have a theory
1: yes it'll be a little bit later okay uh something starts pounding on the door and army Xander and willow go to check it out while damsel buffy explores the house Uh, she finds a picture of her actual self and says it could be her willow points out that it is and tries to get her to remember damsel buffy goes into a full pouty damsel fit and willow (laughs) wonders why she couldn't have dressed up like xena (laughs) oh willow already with the cult lesbian shows (laughs) <laughs> a demon arm crashes through one of the little windows in Joyce's front door, which she'll probably be really thrilled about when she gets home. And Army Xander shoots at it to scare it off. We hear a scream, and we know who that is. <laughs> We've heard that scream plenty. Army Xander runs outside. Damsel Buffy is worried that they'll be deserted by the big strong man, and Willow is all whatever, and walks away.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cordy's being chased by a, um, wow, a giant hairy thing?
0: Yeah, something I'd run away from. She says
1: it's JoJo the dog-faced boy. I have no idea what the fuck that is. (laughs) It's a big fucking thing. Um, (laughs) Army Xander escorts her inside. In the house, she asks what's going on, and Willow, jumping to the natural conclusion that Cordy has lost her memory with everyone else, gives her the rundown. Her name is Cordelia. She's not a cat. She's a (laughs) high school student, and they're her friends. Sort of. (laughs) (laughs) However, this is most definitely Cordelia, memory and all, and she's wondering what the fuck is wrong with Willow. (laughs) You guys have to watch this episode if you haven't because (laughs) holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) She tells Willow how not thrilled she is with this entire situation, and we find out that she didn't get her costume from Ethan's House of Chaos. Army's Ender sees her torn costume and puts his jacket around her shoulders, and Cordy, probably just as much to her surprise as anyone's, checks him out for a while and then does a little overheated sigh she totally does
0: <laughs> <laughs> like for a minute she doesn't hear willow talking she no know. she
1: looks at him on one side on the left side she looks at him on the right side and she's like whoo <laughs>
0: <laughs> And who can blame her? He's been working out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's been, like, working out with David Boreanaz or yeah. something. He <laughs>
1: looks good. Yeah. Uh, so Willow says she's going to go get help, and uh, they should fight off anything that gets inside. Damsel Buffy objects, saying that it isn't her place. It isn't their place to fight, and that big, strong men will protect them, and blah, blah, damsel cakes. Um, <laughs> A note to the former writers of televisionwithoutpity.com, uh, gone but i forgotten, I'm bringing back the cakes. So, <laughs> Cordy and Willow share a feminist glance of, what the fuck is with her? And uh, Willow tries to explain, but then just gets going, because who can really explain? Uh, through, uh, through a wall, she goes, freaking out, Damsel Buffy. Uh, outside, Spike is celebrating a thoroughly neat Halloween. <laughs> Inside, Army Xander orders Cordy to make sure the upstairs is secure, and she does without even rolling her eyes or anything.
0: Yeah, like she, she just gets right on it, snaps to it. Hmm, oh. interesting. You know, I mean, it's sometimes when you've just kind of had your hormone surge, apparently <laughs> you just sort of do yep. whatever they want you maybe to maybe do. Maybe There's a little part of Cordy doesn't mind taking an order or two. Hmm, isn't that interesting?
1: <laughs> as long as it's consensual. Um, yes. <laughs> uh damsel buffy thinks there must be some kind of safe haven they can go to and not in sunnydale there isn't (laughs) Army Zander says that willow told him to stay put and damsel buffy thinks he's feeble because he's taking order for a woman uh he almost tells gets to tell her to sit down and shut the fuck up (laughs) but literally that's what he's about to say uh but he sees the picture of the three of them and realizes that all the crazy stuff willow has been saying is true they have uh, amnesia damsel buffy doesn't know what that is, but assumes it has something to do with hygiene. He Which uh, cracks me up. I know.
0: I some people hate it. it. I've heard yeah. some people hate it, but I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it is
1: hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he shows her the picture, but she was brought up a proper lady who wasn't meant to understand like words and pictures and reality and stuff without a man explaining to her like she's four years old.
0: Well, she's uh, not
1: that different than regular Buffy, then. N- no. <laughs> Not what regular Buffy wants to be. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, the, the inside's outside.
1: Oh, yes, it is. Yep.
0: Which means that Xander's really military guy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Tough, he can be yep. very tough. He can be,
1: and uh, of course, uh, that will lead uh, damsel Buffy to marrying well, and that will be that. Um, <laughs> Army Xander, actually showing a lot more fondness for gender equality than normal Xander, tells her that he that she'd better get her big girl panties on because in his world, women kick ass too. <laughs> she says she'd rather die, and he's fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> then die. whatever. At that moment. <laughs> Poor Angel comes in, <laughs> happy that they're all right, and mentioning the chaos outside. Nice job recognizing chaos for what it is, Angel. You have been around. <laughs> they are. Uh, they have no idea who he is, and he does his best. Uh huh. Look. <laughs> in the library. Ooh, it's time. <sighs> yes, it's time. We must prepare ourselves. In the library, Giles is indeed cross-referencing. <laughs> And if you haven't watched this episode in a while, you simply must go to the part where go Willow comes us. through the door or <laughs> through the wall and startles him and his cards go flying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we had to watch it several times. <laughs> we did. And he, the look on his face, like his, his acting is so good. You know, he's sitting there and he's like, oh, gee, there's sirens. There's That's sirens. unusual. Nice out I there. thought this I was supposed it. to be a quiet night. Isn't that <laughs> interesting? And then the cards go everywhere. <laughs> and she comes to the wall and
1: he just <laughs> and he say, he says something um, like how <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> <laughs> please watch it please do please do
0: we'll see if I can find it on YouTube or something I'll Like I'll put it in the post
1: yeah that would be great oh god Back in the summer's home, Angel is asking if someone could fill him in on what the fuck is going on. (laughs) He's also wondering what's up with Damsel Buffy's hair. And Angel, just so you know for future reference, when Buffy's hair is weird, Buffy is also weird. When it's crimped, you might want to leave the country. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Luckily, Cordy comes back in and explains everything rather succinctly, throwing in a, how are you, at the end (laughs) of The (laughs) Flourish.
0: Must be Wednesday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the lights go out, and Damsel Buffy latches onto Cordy, who is just about as thrilled with that as uh, uh, with this Damsel Buffy situation as Willow was, and tells her <laughs> to knock it off. <laughs> Armies Andrew directs Angel to protect the princess and takes Cordy with him.
0: Hmm,
1: interesting. Another princess reference. Another princess, and he also wants Cordy with him. Doesn't yeah. give a shit where Damsel Buffy goes. <laughs> that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damsel Buffy would rather stick with the man with the musket. Uh, All the better to protect her fragile ass. But Angel (laughs) doesn't really have time for this, kind of dragging her with him. And he's discovered that the back door he closed when he came in is now open. He closes the door and Damsel Buffy is attacked from behind. Uh, There was a high school kid earlier in a vampire costume who the camera focused on for like a couple extra seconds. And that's him. Mm -hmm. Not a real vampire, of course. Uh, Anyway... (laughs) Which is how he got in. He doesn't know the rules. Exactly. And that is exactly what I want to talk about right here. Mm -hmm. So let's have a look at if there are any rules going on, right? Right. Uh, To me, it seems that you kind of turn into a mixture of the real thing and what your preconceived ideas are about that thing. Uh, I also think that the show has been rather brilliantly uh, non-consistent with how people have been changed. Why is it brilliant, you ask? Because this is all done with the power of Janus, the god of chaos. Oh my god, yeah. So even the logic of how transformations happen is chaotic. Uh, so the vampire kid, uh, as our example, uh, because he's not a real vampire, has taken on some of the vampire qualities, like the fangs and the head and all. Because he's, I mean, he lives in Sunnydale. He has seen a vampire before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he probably doesn't know about the rules of vampire invitation, uh, so that doesn't apply to him. Huh. And I think... I think this is really consistent on the show, um, where you have to consider the source of the power in order to understand the outcome of the spell. Like, let's say, for example, invoking Diana, goddess of the hunt for a love spell, might give you different results uh, from what you were expecting, just to pull an example out of the air. <laughs> I just just.
0: Huh. <laughs> just pluck that one out of the air, huh? Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> So, I mean, I think it's really consistent with the show. I think it's, it's yeah. kind of brilliant. because Yeah, that is brilliant. Because, yeah, I mean, we know from later that Xander gets this massive download of military information. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's doing stuff like not clearing rooms correctly. Well, that's true. So he's seen on TV. So it's a mixture, kind of, and a very inconsistent mixture because Janus got a cast. It's a mixture of, this is what I know. I know that the military guys clear rooms. I've seen it on movies and, and TV and everything. Um, and I'm also getting this download of actual stuff.
0: But I don't really know what clearing a room means. Interesting. That is really interesting. Because Vampire so. Kid
1: has that weird mixture. Buffy really has that weird yeah. mixture. Yeah,
0: weird accent, weird mixture. Yep. And we could have gotten an accent coach in there.
1: Oh, Sarah so. Michelle can do an accent. With oh, yeah, she Michelle totally problem. can. So she's
0: doing kind of like what Buffy would
1: do exactly she's she's because uh, she's got some stuff there absolutely mm-hmm. that that would be consistent um who knows how what happened you know when you actually try to get a slayer involved in oh, this yeah. who knows what <laughs> <laughs> but she i mean she talks about um her preconceived notions about what a woman would have been like that you know she doesn't yeah. she doesn't think she's told what to do i mean and those are like the deep down stuff that buffy really knows about what it was like to live in huh.
0: that's really instead interesting. of the
1: idealized thing that she has
0: well for. and there's also um i can't remember where i i feel like i've seen or heard this theory a couple times um but i like the theory that just like xander has stuff stick with him um you know the the geek trio later, had stuff stick with oh, them. Oh, yeah, that's kind of an online so theory I've heard yeah, too. Yeah, it is, like, so that's how Warren learns how to make such realistic robots, is maybe he was a mad scientist.
1: Kind of makes you wonder if uh, the vampire wannabe club in the next episode, they were all vampires for Halloween.
0: Oh, dude. That's a really good point. Wow, because they are probably romanticizing it.
1: Because they were pretty just boring little Halloween vampires. Yeah, totally. So
0: they, you know, like the goss, there is a... Uh, your quintessential fat goth vampire <laughs> traipsing around after Spike. Like, it's like I saw that guy at the club. That's awesome. <laughs> I have seen this guy. <laughs> That's
1: way awesome.
0: Now that there's anything wrong with being fat goth or dressing up as a vampire, oh, no. But it's the quintessential. Like, yeah. he's he's the trope. Yes. And yes. you see him like prancing about after Spike. So there's there's probably a lot of them that they dressed as the the Anne Rice wayfish, mm-hmm. you know. Actually infected with consumption, not uh, vampire. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
0: That's a really good theory. I like that theory. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. So uh, anyway, uh, back, to yes. the <laughs> back to the show. To the show. Damsel Buffy does at least try to close uh, the door on the fake vamp, and uh, Angel <laughs> tackles him. And since he doesn't know about Janus or the spell, he doesn't know that these are normal folks instead of real vampires. Uh, he, and he asks Damsel Buffy for a stake to take care of business. Of course, Damsel Buffy has no idea what that is. Um, But she does find a kitchen knife. Uh, By that point, though... Angel has his game face on and she sees that, freaks the <laughs> hell out and runs out the door. <laughs> Much to his chagrin.
0: Like, oh my god. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Damsel Buffy just pisses everybody off. Seriously. Like, she's not... Because... Kinda... Including, if uh, we find out at the end, Buffy. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Slayer of the vampires. She's not thrilled with this situation either. <laughs> not thrilled at all with her little sitch. No. No. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, In the library, Willow isn't having fun with research since she has no idea what she's looking for and basically has to sit there and wait for Giles to turn the pages for her because she's still a ghost. Uh, Giles wants further clarification on what's going on. Uh, he got the part about everybody becoming the costumes, but he's wondering exactly what Willow was dressed as, since uh, since he won't know what she's talking about when she says Faith, Slayer of the Vampires. Um, she insists that she was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but
0: the, ghost exactly? <laughs> yes, the ghost of what exactly? Yes, the ghost of what exactly? He's understandably confused. Buffy's uh, fantasized notion of sexuality. Yes. That's the ghost she is.
1: <laughs> she should have recognized it when Faith came to town. Oh my God. Here you are! (laughs) (laughs) Willow brings up Cordy's outfit, and it's really quite a bit less revealing than yours, Willow. I hate to have to tell you that. (laughs) Ah, but now they're on to something. Why didn't Cordy turn into a cat? And Willow's got it now. Cordelia got her costume at Party Town, and the folks who who changed got theirs at the place called Ethan's. And Giles, he knows he knows right now who caused all this because his expression says oh fucking shitting fuck
0: and we only need half a second of that expression yes like they just go ahead and cut it right there yep
1: it's so good
0: we don't need any more we got you
1: yep he just (laughs) the wheels all go whoop and click right into place in his head he's like oh shit ethan's in town oh no (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna kill him Yeah. (laughs) yeah not in my backyard you don't yeah no kidding yeah uh, damsel buffy is quite logically running through scary alleys good plan damsel buffy <laughs> well that's what we do right we run through scary alleys and <laughs> we're scared if you're damsel you sure do yep cordelia angel and army xander are searching for her cordy thinks she'll be fine but angel is seriously doubting that at this point <laughs> unfortunately he announces this uh, as he's running right by spike who has gathered a little group of pint-sized demons and that is so <laughs> cute <laughs> and Spike is delighted by this turn of events. Uh Damsel Buffy has managed to wander into Larry, who is now like a a demonic but pirate, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh anyway, he chases her. <laughs> Giles and Willow have arrived at Ethan's House of Chaos, and Willow spots the altar to Janus, and hey! Giles says it like I do, and I've never felt so cool in my life. <laughs> <laughs> He fills Willow and us in on how Giannis represents the division of self, male and female, light and dark, Giles and Ripper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ethan comes out and starts talking about peanut butter, and I'll admit, I did pause at this part to make a sandwich while I was writing the recap.
0: <laughs> and uh, he's wearing a nice red shirt, Ethan he is. sure is, isn't he? Hmm.
1: Yep. <laughs> Giles tells Willow to get out. Now... Um, and, uh, and uh, she objects, but he insists, and she is, okay, all right, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> she does not protest too far, too long. Uh, he bids Ethan hello, and oh, yeah, this plot is totally thick like the peanut butter right now because Ethan delightedly says, hello, Ripper. And then we cut
0: away. Yeah.
1: Sons of bitches. Because they want us to be like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know that's where commercial went to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. A commercial break. Uh, so. Damsel Buffy... Oh, damsel Buffy! So she <laughs> falls down, of course, because her damselly ass can't even get away from Larry.
0: Like damsels are like foot bound or something, right? Like, uh, they must that's be. That's the yeah. only explanation I can yeah. think of.
1: Of course, it doesn't <laughs> explain what's going on with her feet. No. <laughs> <laughs> Army Xander tackles him though and saves her, and they start punching each other. Cordy runs up and asks if Dan- Damsel Buffy is okay, but she's seen Big Scary Angel and tries to hide. And Cordy has had <laughs> it up to here with Damsel Buffy telling her to take a pill. <laughs> Damsel Buffy says Angel's a vampire, and Cordy still doesn't believe her. And watch and he- Angel's face. Yeah, that so good. She makes apologies to him and reassures Damsel Buffy that he's a good vampire and he'd never hurt her.
0: And he's doing the like, look back and forth. Yeah, he is. The he's like, like I uh, did. Uh, um, nah.
1: I. Uh, not the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just... Not right now. <laughs> Denzel Buffy is finally convinced, and Angel goes to see if Army Xander is okay. He is better than okay, getting a sense of closure during his thorough pummeling of Larry. <laughs> uh, Angel kind of looks at him, and I think Angel's wishing he'd stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Willow runs up, uh, telling them they need to get inside because there's Spike and his friends right there. Uh, Angel has to pick up Denzel Buffy, pick her up because she is <laughs> unable to convey herself on her own legs. Such a damsel is she.
0: <laughs> he just doesn't even question. He just picks her up. Yeah, he's like, this is he's too like, I know I what can't. this shit is. I, I can't yeah, deal with this right now.
1: Do it. Uh, back at Ethan's House of Chaos, Ethan is sad that he didn't get a hug. I am too. That would have been pretty hot.
0: I wanted a make-out session. Totally. <laughs>
1: Giles recalls that this is the kind of thing Ethan is into, and the chaos and the destruction. Ethan agrees, praising himself for coming up with a literal application of be careful what you wish for. <laughs> uh, Giles doesn't approve at all, saying it harms the innocent. Ethan is skeptical about Giles claiming to be champion of the innocent, uh, complimenting his success in his new gig, pretending to be a nice person. Giles insists that, he, uh, that who he is now is who he really is. And Ethan vehemently disagrees. Uh, he says he knows who Giles is and what he's capable of, and is intrigued that he's the only one who does.
0: And this is a beautiful echo of uh-huh. Darla confronting Angel. It sure is. Way back in Angel, when <laughs> she's an Angel in the episode,
1: yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. It's you know the part where she goes to his place and she's in her little school girlfriend and haven't seen you since. Blah blah blah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. It is the past coming to get you. It is. Yeah, <laughs> the one
0: person who knows where you've been. Yep. And yeah, it was so, it, it was so reminiscent actually. We had to look up the transcript. Yep. And of there's, there's Angel. nothing
1: line for line we could show you, but the vibe is exactly the it, same. totally. It is
0: like all the meanings are the same. Mm-hmm. I know what you are. I know what you can do. I see you.
1: You're just kidding yourself and all these other people about what you are because I yep. know you better than anybody.
0: Exactly. Yep. And and Giles is scary in this scene. He is. Like especially his next lurking part. lurking in the background. Yeah, I know. Like a villain. Yes. He is the villain in this
1: scene. His body language is completely yeah. different. He's
0: predatory. Yes. And menacing. And, oh, Such a change. Like, yeah. the first time I saw this, I still remember the first time I saw this, and I was just like, holy shit, yep. what is happening? Because he shows
1: up. As soon as the second that Willow leaves, he is somebody else. Yep. He is Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> completely, 100% Ripper. Completely, Yeah. yeah. Uh, Giles tells Ethan to break the spell and leave and never come back. Uh, Ethan declines, so Giles quickly and expertly punches him in the gut and knees him in the face. And this is so shocking.
0: Yeah. So fast and so shocking. And the look on his face. He's done
1: this before.
0: And it's cold. Yes. He is cold and angry. And this is no
1: big deal to Ripper. Nope. At all. No. Uh, The gang, with Angel still carrying Damsel Buffy, of course, have found their way into a warehouse... Uh, Angel puts her down and tells her to stay there. (laughs) Good plan, really, seriously. Uh, He doesn't sound happy at all. (laughs) Spike and his new minions are pounding on the door, and Damsel Buffy has glommed onto Cordy, who comments, Oh, Fabu, more clinging. (laughs) Spike and his minions get the door broken down and get into the warehouse, and everyone runs off. Ethan is looking a little worse for wear. He points out that Ripper doesn't really seem to be gone after all, and Giles, wiping his hands with his handkerchief, coolly requests
0: information on how to stop the spell. And this is a Giles gesture, or a, a Ripper gesture. So the Giles yeah. gesture is similar. Giles wipes his glasses. Ripper wipes his ring. Yes. It's fascinating. I'm
1: sure he's had blood on that ring a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. And then in the background, I noticed this. Mm. Um, we have body parts. We yeah, have mannequin, mannequin parts. parts. And everywhere. they're about like head level, kind of chest level. So they're up. They're present. They're in the top of the frame. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like the bodies of their past misdeeds yes. kind of sitting around, <laughs> just hanging <Observing>. out. Yeah. <laughs> Super creepy.
1: Yeah. And uh, Ethan doesn't want to give it up. So Giles kicks
0: him in the kidney. Yowza. Yeah. Woo. And, and uh, Ethan's getting off on it, though. He loves it. He loves this. <laughs> he just is <laughs> <He's> so excited. <laughs> I bet Cause, they have. Because cause Ripper's coming out. Oh my know? God. I bet Ripper and Ethan were totally. They had like a, a Faith and Buffy thing going well, on. I was just
1: going to say, this is the like the equivalent of theirs, my girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally.
0: <laughs> like, Ethan just wanted Ripper uh-huh. so bad and never got him. So now he's just got to like follow him around and fuck with him. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no path to redemption for <laughs> for Ethan. Nope. Yeah. No, I I totally. It Their vibe is so. Sexually charged, the same way that Faith oh, and Buffy are. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and it's totally the, the same, the two sides of the same coin. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. they're Janus, you know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's just electric. It's fantastic. It is. It's well, so good. and
0: knowing that Tony Head played Frankenfurter. Yeah. He can definitely bring that ambiguous yes, attraction. Absolutely. To the scene. He just, like, <laughs> lights that little fire up. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. And, uh, if you want to see, um, Anthony Stewart head flirt mercilessly with somebody uh, look up his interview with Craig Ferguson yes it is adorable
1: it is so cool it is the
0: cutest thing but mm-hmm. yeah they just flirt with each they other have so much chemistry they really they haven't do. Seen chemistry yeah I don't know if anyone doesn't have chemistry with Tony head
1: it doesn't seem that you know, no no like
0: seems like everybody yeah I mean Sarah Michelle Gellar no because she's playing his daughter but she has daughter chemistry with yeah him. Like, she has daughter like chemistry she walks in the
1: library in the first episode
0: and it's like oh he's like her dad yeah
1: <laughs> you know <laughs> <totally. laughs> like, he just projects
0: whatever he wants someone to feel yeah. about him yep and uh, yeah and they just respond uh huh it's it's so good
1: yeah <laughs> uh, things are getting a little dicey in the warehouse Spike's minions have got Xander and Angel and Spike has figured out that Buffy isn't quite herself like a lost little lamb in fact. Hmm. Uh, Not the first time Buffy's been called a lamb by a vamp. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) he backhands Damsel Buffy, uh, gets her pinned with no struggle whatsoever, and is just about to feed on her. When Giles' kidney kicking finally convinces Ethan to give up the information he wants, break the statue, and the spell ends. Giles does just that, and Xander's gun uh, gun is a toy, the demons are kids, and Damsel Buffy's wig comes off to reveal (laughs) Buffy, pissed off Slayer of the Vampires. (laughs) Also reminiscent
0: of Guess what? I feel better. I feel better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We know she's really back, too, because she quips. (laughs) and Then then she just takes Spike apart, declaring that it's good to be her. Well, good, Uh, Buffy. Try to remember that later when it becomes really terrible to be you. Yeah, could you just
0: put a pin in this moment for yourself? And just
1: take a picture in your head.
0: Take a picture. Get a commemorative tattoo. Oh, oops. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe not.
1: Yet yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm damn proud of that one. <laughs>
0: excellent. Uh,
1: Giles discovers that Ethan has taken this opportunity to run for the hills, and I'm surprised he could with his kidney leaking out of his nose. <laughs> Spike, as he does, um, runs away. Uh. <laughs> Xander congratulates Buffy on being herself again, and Cordelia is surprised that they can remember what happened. Um, Yeah, Xander remembers a lot he's not supposed to, actually.
0: Yeah, you well, know. he's kind of been here before. He sure has. Yeah, he's like, oh, hey, it's just like that other this, time.
1: This time he can talk about it. That's true. Not that that will stop him from talking about it later. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Xander says it was creepy not being able to get out, and Cordy agrees because her spandex is probably getting a little binding after all this time. Uh, chafey. <laughs> hmm? chafy, very chafey. Yeah, with all the sweating and the running. Yeah,
0: with yeah. well, that that little patch of back hair we all have, you know that little yeah. peach fuzz. Yeah, yeah, that just
1: yeah, that'd be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh Angel checks on Buffy, and they leave together. Cordy's irritated, but Xander points out that he, more than anyone, especially since he's Buffy's own heart, uh, won't well, she won't listen to him either. Uh, no,
0: but. <laughs> Now that the dust is settled, I can talk about, he gave her his jacket, so they are now a couple. Visually, (coughs) they're a couple. (laughs) Very true. So now that the dust is settled, we have shipped them. The whole show has shipped them. They're saying they're going to be together. They match.
1: And we have, and and of course, I mean, it's a shadow relationship.
0: Oh, yeah. Xander
1: and Cordy, right? So uh, one of the first things that Angel does is give Buffy his jacket. Mm -hmm. And here we have Xander giving Cordy his jacket.
0: Yep. Shadow, shadow. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> yep, very nice. <laughs> um,
1: so Cordy suggests that Xander get the kids back to their parents. Of course, she's like, yeah, you, you do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Xander realizes that Willow has disappeared. She's good, though, back uh, in her body on the porch. She gets up and starts to put on her ghost costume, uh, but what with pretty much saving the day in this episode and wearing that outfit while doing it, she tosses the ghost costume uh, right in time for Oz to notice her, as a matter of fact. Uh, Joyce is obviously still not back yet because Angel is lounging on Buffy's bed. Oh, <laughs> Fabio like too. He's a hello, I have Angel on <laughs> hell. <laughs> <laughs> she comes in wearing sweats and looks much more comfortable. See Buffy, corsets are their own special yeah. kind of hell dimension. I,
0: I'm not a big fan of this the look of these kinds of sweats, but if I was wearing that dress all night, that's exactly oh, I'd be all over those sweats.
1: On. I would be uh, all yeah. over those sweats. I look like so, so hard. Yeah, like yes, <laughs> maybe a muumuu. Yeah, well. totally. <laughs> <laughs> A nice comfy Moo Um, He asks if she's okay and Buffy says she'll live. He confesses that he can't figure out what the fuck she was thinking. <laughs> he really seems horrified by herself by herself, damseling and she confesses that she wanted to be the, the real kind of fancy chick he used to like and he says that he wasn't a fan of those kinds of chicks <laughs> at all. They were dull and dumb and he wanted to meet someone uh, exciting who we would assume destroyed things with her bare hands. Uh, and the kiss <laughs> and it's super cute uh giles returns to ethan's house of chaos to find it empty except for a little note Be and, seeing you
0: yes and there's bodies on the floor now the and, mannequins the dismembered mannequins are on the floor and the kitty yes and there's a kitty <laughs> so if you look on the door of ethan's shop there's a much more aggro looking black cat mm-hmm. decoration yes there is so now i didn't think that there was much to the black cats in the library until i saw that Now I'm like, that is a symbol of black magic, because Mm -hmm. we also had the black cat protecting the books back in Witch.
1: Yes, indeed. And in Witch, we learned that Giles is conspicuously fantastic at casting spells, even though it's sure, with other characters who try to cast spells, it takes years to figure out how to do yeah, that so that would be the episode where we learned that giles lied about being able to cast spells yeah that was my th- first casting <laughs> no it's <laughs> so fucking no, it, was not. it really wasn't that's yeah. ridiculous <laughs> and that's where we
0: we connect black cats with black mm-hmm. magic and now we have these black cats up here so we know that there's a connection between giles and ethan we don't yes. know what it is quite yet um but it must have something to do with black magic
1: yes and then kicking everything right back to witch that's where we had our first inkling. Yep. Very interesting.
0: God, the show is so I good. know, it's so good. It's
1: so good. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea where we to find so much shit. I know. I
0: no <laughs> I, when we first started this podcast, I was like, yeah, I don't know if any of our episodes will go necessarily over the length of the show we're, we're talking about. <laughs> uh, we're at like 90 minutes right now. <laughs> It'll probably be pared down, but.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, I still got a little tiny bit more. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, when we were uh, doing Teacher's Pet, um, you recall that we wanted to talk about what's going on in there. Mm-hmm. In here. Um, so basically what we said in Teacher's uh, Pet was uh, that normal guys who are interested in Buffy try to damsel her. Uh, it's like if they can't be a big, strong guy and save her, they don't want uh, to fight next to her. Uh, next to Her uh, her non-human love interests, like um, Angel, Spike, and Faith, um, don't have those hang-ups at all. They want to fight beside Buffy. They want her to be strong, and if she's stronger than they are, good for her. And it kind of makes you understand why she leans towards necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if every human you date is trying to make you a weak little princess, um, then naturally you're not going to want to date humans. Well, yeah. And uh, I mean, we we see that demonstrated here. Angel is horrified. He's like, mm-hmm. "What are you doing? I want you to be strong." Yeah, but <laughs> and and we but we see earlier. Um, with Xander in other episodes as well, and, and, as this one, um, he doesn't like it that Buffy's that much stronger than he is until he's army Xander, and he
0: loves it when yeah. women
1: are strong and tough no, and all that totally. kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, he wants her to be strong. And also Spike, future love interest, mm-hmm. can only kill Buffy when she's weak. He yeah. cannot stand to do it when she's strong. He loves strong Buffy, and he needs her to be weakened or altered in order to actually kill her yep. because he already has that spark.
1: Well, maybe if she's weakened, she's beneath him.
0: Yeah. Because, hmm. I mean, he certainly loves strong women. He does. Yeah. Like Drusilla, even. Because he's weak with is the scariest chick shit.
1: we've ever seen in yeah. our lives. Seriously. <laughs> and
0: yeah. he sleeps in
1: a bed with her, like with his <laughs> neck exposed. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would get, like, like, what are the. What is it? Is it Gorget or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Like, the, like the arm. <laughs> Suit of armor part that covers your neck. Yeah. yeah, I would get that if I was sleeping in bed with whether I bet whether he I was wakes up and not. she's
0: like drawing pretty pictures with a knife in his arm and oh, stuff yeah, like absolutely. that. And she's like, "I make pictures," and he's like, "Okay, that's nice, honey. That's a, thanks, pet. <laughs> thanks, pet." <That's laughs> fun. Could you just go back to painting my nails? That'd be better. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's and it, it's interesting, and I mean, we'll, and we will see this even more, of course. Uh, this problem that Buffy has. Because she wants to be a human. Mm -hmm. And she wants to be with a human guy. Yeah. And that does not work out because they try to damsel her every time. You know
0: what? There is one human man that doesn't damsel her. Instead, he objectifies her. Uh, well, like he, he even brags just, about her stamina he uses her. and everything. Yeah. He uses her, but like he doesn't damsel her. He actually brags about how strong right. she was and how, you know, like she's virile. You know, again, we have that, should we have that lovely gender reversal where he's like, he'll oh, talk about stamina, man. Yeah. Which is usually a,
1: but at the same time, he yeah. does kind of act like she's a slut because she has, stamina. well, yeah, she
0: acts like she, he acts like she's a slut, but he does not damsel her and he doesn't rescue her. So basically her choices are <laughs> to be treated like shit That's and objectified. True. Or to be damseled with human men. That's true. She doesn't really true. get anything else.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's totally true.
0: Yep. So, and so uh, I mean, she's yeah.
1: she's going to have to... I mean, if if Buffy, after the show is over, wants a long-term relationship, she's either going to have to be with a vampire or a slayer. Yep.
0: <laughs> or a demon of some kind.
1: But demons aren't so much her, because they're not really... Yeah, yeah. She likes looks. Yeah, she does. Yeah.
0: There's not a lot of handsome demons out there. No, there are no. not.
1: Yeah, I mean no. yeah, de- I mean demons out because they're just no. Yeah. Um I mean what well, I guess she could be with somebody like Ethan who's like a conjurer, but yeah, she's not yeah. gonna want like that. A,
0: a witch, maybe, or a...
1: Well, boy witch, because God forbid, you know. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid she's with the perfect person for. Her. Yeah. Uh maybe a watcher. But then she'd have that dad relationship, but that'd be weird. Well, not her watch. No, right. I know not hers, but there's still that in like inequality, kind of a telling her what to do. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. that's true. And and they, I mean, I and it would still be a human, most likely. So they would still, yeah. I think, I think they'd still try to damsel her no, in some she's way.
0: She's just got to be with a vampire or a slayer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a slayer who is
0: faith. Thank you,
1: because <laughs> you got to have, have of faith, a faith, a faith, of faith. Ah. <laughs> oh, sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. All well. right. So I think we've talked this one to death.
0: Yeah, I think we definitely have.
1: Yeah, so uh after all, uh, this is a blah blah blah. I'm very tired all <laughs> of a sudden. uh this is after all the Diogenes Club podcast where all members are exceptional.
0: Peace out, bitches. And see we'll see you for part two.
1: <laughs> <The> Ripper Chronicles.
0: <laughs> it's the Ripper Chronicles. <laughs> we'll see you next time for the part two of the Ripper Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs>